Hi, this is Mallory Nye with Religion Bites, Episode 9, on the topic of power, gender and race, basics for studying religion and culture. In the past few episodes, I've tried to show that religion and culture are not two separate entities. The terms religion and culture are ways of talking about similar, overlapping things, or perhaps the same thing. Having got this far, I now want to open this up a little and introduce key issues in the study of religion and culture, which are used extensively in the study of culture, what is normally called cultural studies. That is, if we're going to understand culture, we don't just listen to the music, read the books, visit the art galleries, fashion shows, or the graffiti on the street. We explore each of these through key questions related to how aspects or dimensions of culture impact on and help to create and make meaningful what we are studying. These are, first, gender, what it means to understand issues such as maleness, femaleness, masculinities, femininities, sexualities, and so on. Second, race and ethnicity, how we think of and express human differences in relation to issues such as skin colour, culture, language, geography, and a host of related aspects that are boiled down to an idea of ethnicity or race. Third, other issues of difference and identity that are connected with gender, race, and power, such as class, age, ability, and much more. And fourth, power, the ways in which influence, authority, control, and ideas operate within a particular context. I have introduced these ideas briefly in some of my analysis in the last episodes. There is a lot in each of these, and I'll be recording episodes exploring each of these issues in much more depth and discussion. They are all key to what we have to say about culture, and likewise to what we say about religion. Religion doesn't just exist within the context of culture. What we think of as religion always also exists within contexts of power, gender, race, ethnicity, and other areas of identity and difference. To put this another way, power, gender, and race are basic and universal aspects of human behaviour. To understand what humans do, we have to understand the contexts of power, gender, and race, etc., in which the human action is located. Whenever we do something, it can be understood and analysed, if we wish, in relation to power, gender and race. And likewise so with religion. A key part of understanding any religious context requires also asking similar questions. This takes me back to my earlier point. Religion is human behaviour, or at least the cultural study of religion is the study of such human behaviour. If we want to talk about religion beyond the human, then we go into theology, not the study of religion. And I'm leaving that to the theologians to do. I'm not saying that such a religion beyond the human doesn't exist. I am simply not talking about it. Or at least, when I talk about it, it is because people talk about it in certain cultural contexts. And it is how people talk about and do their religious ideas that interests me not the thing itself they are talking about. So we can leave it to theologians to discuss, reason and speculate on whether God is male, female, black, white or Indian 
or otherwise. In the cultural study of religion, the questions are more grounded in how such ideas relate to the lived contexts of people within certain social, cultural and political contexts. That is, what does it mean in American society to think of Jesus as a white Caucasian male, or as a black African or Arab, or to think of God as a disembodied female? Who are asking such questions or not, or portraying their religious imagery in such ways? How does that play out in particular social and political contexts? And how do religions express, regulate, control and challenge relations of gender and ethnicity, and vice versa? We could take, for example, the issue of Christianity, or more specifically, perhaps, Protestant Christianity, the religion that has religious texts that states clearly, in Christ there is no male or female, Jew or Greek, slave or free has also been deeply implicated in the development of societies based on slavery, racial segregation and female disempowerment. And people from such Protestant or other Christian traditions have also challenged such inequalities through the medium of that religion. That is, the argument is not simply that religion is the cause of racial or gender-based discrimination, disempowerment and exploitation. Sometimes it can be but very often the causal relations go both ways. That is, what we take to be religious values may often be reflections or manifestations of pre-existing social and cultural values. Whilst at the same time, if such values are expressed and endorsed in religious terms, then of course this will strengthen and help to perpetuate the unequal power relations. Thus, when the people in a particular society take up a new religion, I will avoid any particular example here to leave you to substitute an example of your choice. Then there may already be unequal relations between men and women and between races or ethnic groups. The society may already be largely patriarchal and exploiting or excluding particular races when the new religion arrives and gains social currency. When this happens though, those in power in the society usually men of the most powerful ethnic or racial group, will interpret and disseminate those aspects of religion that support and strengthen the existing power relations. In this respect, the religion will be used as an ideology to help promote a certain set of power relations. By doing this, those who are disempowered may accept the religious ideology, and in doing so, the religion will naturalize their exploitation. What may also happen is that those who are disempowered may develop different understandings of the religion that challenge the power relations. These processes are never simple and straightforward. A religion of the masses that challenges one set of power relations, such as challenging a dominant racial group, may at the same time reinforce unequal relations between genders, oppression of women for example, or it can be the other way round. For example, a criticism that has been made of second-wave feminism is that it challenged gender relations whilst failing to develop an effective understanding of different gender-based racial identities, or race-based gender identities. In this sense, feminism has often been critical of non-white and non-Western challenges to gender, as exemplified in particular by Western feminist discourses on non-white Muslim women's decisions to wear a veil or hijab 
as a form of what many Muslim women see as female empowerment. We are just scratching the surface here, making a start on the difficult task of trying to learn to talk about the roles of gender, race and power in the study of religion and culture. Each of the examples that I have briefly mentioned here will need to be explored in more depth as we develop these podcasts. And one final point before I conclude this introductory episode on culture and religion, race, gender and power. By pointing out the various issues of culture such as gender and race, the aim is not to say that it is all one thing or the other. Gender and race very often overlap and intersect with each other, as they also overlap and intersect with other issues of culture, power and religion. The way in which the complexities of this interaction is now often discussed is through the term intersectionality. We do not just look at gender or sexualities, we don't just look at race. We look at both of these, sometimes together, but also sometimes in particular, whilst also recognising how the particular also relates to other issues. Intersectionality looks at intersections between various identities, categories, sites and expressions of power. And religion is very often found within the intersections sometimes as an identity and category of difference, sometimes as a source of power and inequality, and sometimes as a challenge to such power. And very often, the same religion is all of these in different ways. These are the fascinating challenges we have ahead of ourselves in the study of religion. <laughs>